Hello, welcome back to I Me Everything. Thank you for trekking on this amazing journey with me of rediscovery. Again, my name is Tosha, but you may call me Tosh for short. Sunflowers, I hope you've had an amazing day. I hope you've had an amazing week. I hope that life is giving you all that it has to offer with abundance, love, and joy. I want to talk to you tonight about a word that is so heavy, a word that is so deep, a word that is so exhausting at times. I want to talk to you about love. I want to know what you think about love. What do you portray as love? How deep does love go? And how strong does love grow? For myself, um, after the divorce, I felt like I would never have another opportunity. I felt like love was non-existent. I didn't want to feel anything that had to do with love. I didn't want to hear anything about love. I didn't want love to examine my heart. I didn't even want love to come around me in any kind of way. I began to tell everyone around me, I'm going to be the old lady with cats. I don't know how that was going to work, sunflowers, because I'm allergic. But that's how I felt. I was already preparing my mind to live the rest of my life by myself. See, when you have a hurt from love, it kind of makes you back up. And I'm not talking about a hurt from like a first love, your first little crush, um, your first infatuation. I'm talking about real love, unadulterated, sloppy, mesmerized, slippery love. When you have a hurt like that, that type of love brings about grief. And as you know, sunflowers, you can grieve over anything. You can grieve over the loss of a job if you put your heart into it. You can grieve over a loss of a friendship. And you can grieve over a loss of a relationship. It is the worst feeling in the world. I felt like I had been given a life sentence. I felt like the world had turned its back on me. I was angry for a while. And I just kept asking God, why would you allow me to love that deep just to be hurt? Why would you give me that type of heart just for it to be stumped on? And as I went through the processes of grief, I slowly started to realize God had nothing to do with that. 
our choices have a lot to do with our hurts. And that's something that we we kind of shy away from talking about. Trauma has a lot to do with hurts. Do you know childhood traumas can show up in your love life? Do you know trust issues can ruin a relationship, can ruin love? And it's such a hard thing to overcome when you've programmed yourself to believing or thinking that love only hurts. When you program yourself to thinking that love only hurts anybody that comes in the vicinity to love you, that's all you're going to show. You're not going to trust. You'll show anger. You'll show cowardness. You'll show second guessing. You'll show paranoia. You'll think that they're always going to do something to you if you haven't healed properly from prior traumas of love. Love is such a strong current. They say that there's a thin line between love and hate. If there's a line, that means it's on the same plan. That means it's on the same current. In order for you to hate something, you had to love it first. And that's something that I quickly began to realize in this grief process that I was going through. I realized that the heart matters. And I realized that the heart wants what it wants, even if you don't. I realized that you can put on a face, you can put on a mask, you can put on a cover, but love always shows itself in time. As I begin to grow and begin to understand that love was going to be a part of my life no matter if I tried to block it out or not I began to start looking within and as I started looking within I began to realize that it was me that had a lot of holes and a lot of problems with love I began to realize that I was messing up with love and I started working on myself. And when I started working on myself, I saw a lot of ugly spots that I didn't want to deal with. And I started dealing with them one by one. The first thing I dealt with was how I projected my hurt off on others and blamed them. And once I started learning that it wasn't anyone else's fault that I was hurting. It was my own by choices that I made. And once I started realizing that and started to take accountability for that, I started to get lighter. I started to get brighter. And life started to get more better. 
I started to be able to focus. I started to be able to smile. I could look in the mirror and see myself finally. Not look in the mirror and see what I projected or what others thought I should be or what others saw in me. But I start to look through my own eyes and see myself. And at first what I saw I didn't like too much. I saw a people pleaser. I saw a broken person that would do for others just to make myself feel better because I wanted everybody to have what I didn't have or I wanted people to smile the way that I wanted to smile. And it was so fake. Not what I was doing for people I'm talking about. On the inside, I was so broken. If I could see a smile on someone else's face, it gave me gratification, I thought. Because that's the way I wanted to smile and that's the way I wanted to feel. I just wanted love, you know? But it seemed like the love that I always went for came with the cost. The people that I always wanted to love had an agenda, which there's an agenda for everything, but there was always an agenda. They always saw a benefit in me. And after a while, that benefit would turn into a business with them. Love would go out the window, and it was just all about what I could do for them. How high we could climb. And... I had been broken up horribly over the years. So I started healing this year. After seeing all that brokenness, after seeing all that that hurt, all that trauma, even betrayal, I started healing. Piece by piece, I was breaking it down piece by piece. I would make a vision board. And I made a, a, a vision board, but this one was a little different. It was a tree. I had my son draw it. And each leaf, each leaf, each branch was something that I needed to heal from. I turned it upside down and I wrote everything that I needed to heal from at the bottom going to the top. So when you would turn it right right face up, all of those words that I needed to heal from were falling from the tree. I was letting go of all those things. And it took time and I worked and worked. But remember, this entire time I'm thinking, I'm gonna be the old lady with cats. I just wanna heal from myself so I can be a better person. So I can help truly from the heart as I've always wanted to do, but I wanna be able to feel it and not just see it in others, but I wanna feel it as well. But I know I'm gonna be the old lady with cats. 
And you know, that might not be a bad thing. It's a choice. Some women choose to do so. Why? Hurt. Unresolved traumas. Or some had that love of their life. Things transpired. And now they decided that that was the last love that they needed. That's how I felt. But God has other plans, I see. It's so funny that after all the hurt, after all the trauma, he just keeps refilling my my heart with love. Welcome back, sunflowers. Thank you for trekking on this amazing journey of rediscovery with me. Again, my name is Tosha, but you may call me Tosha for short. Uh, I apologize for uh, earlier. I got cut off in the middle of doing the episode of Love. This is part two. I hope you enjoyed part one. Um, I hope it gave you some insight to um, how I'm feeling. So, at the end of part one, the last thing I was saying is, I guess God has different plans. It just seems like my heart just keeps refilling full, full, full with love. And it's just like, God, you want me to try it again? Like, that L-O-V-E word? I thought that you were just refilling my heart for me as I'm learning my worth. As I'm learning that I am worthy, I am deserving. You know? Well. (laughs) See, I heard her saying as a little girl, and it said, if you want a good laugh, tell God your plans. (laughs) Very funny. Absolute, absolutely funny. When it comes down to love, I don't think there's a clear understanding of love. I think everybody has their own depiction of what love is supposed to be. Everybody has their own love language, you know? And I'm just learning mine. I learned some things about myself on this amazing journey of rediscovery. This part of self-worth that I learned, it is something. A couple of things about me. I learned that I I am a hopeless romantic. I love handwritten letters. I love early morning text. I love midday text. I love midday calls early morning calls. I love flowers, fresh cut flowers. Sunflowers, of course, are my favorite. Orchids, roses, carnations. You can even throw in daffodils if you would like. Baby breath, whatever. I just love flowers all within their self because there's a beauty to them. 
There's a softness to them. And they're so colorful. I found out that I am goofy at heart. I found out that I'm a giggle monster. (laughs) I found out that I'm witty, sarcastically funny. And these are all the things that I love about myself. I found out that I'm kind of a comedian, I think. I probably could make money off of it. Possibly. (laughs) Or possibly not. I found out that if I had it, I definitely would be a philanthropist. I love helping people. These are all the things that I love about myself. Now, prior, I could have told you everything that I didn't like about myself. But those are the things that I healed from. I love me. Every part of me. Every fiber within me. And you know what's so crazy? That's what God wanted from the get-go. He was teaching me to love myself so I knew what to do with love with the significant other. I knew how to put myself in their shoes and if I wouldn't like it, they wouldn't like it. I found out that I no longer would compromise with my love. And I found out that that's exactly what God needed me to understand and needed me to learn. So the next person he puts into my life, they know that I won't compromise with the love that I have for them and they will truly understand not to compromise with the love that they have for me. I feel like this year has been a year of gratefulness, humility, uh, just growing all together. But I'm talking about in the aspect of love. I found out that love has to come through our lives. It's a must. I found out that You may get it wrong a couple of times, but then there's going to be that right time. I always said I never want to kiss a lot of frogs to find a prince. And God has blessed me in that way. An amazing person came through my life. It's so easy to talk to him, so easy to laugh with them so easy to just lose myself in conversation I'm so grateful for that I'm so grateful that there's still sunshine after the rain I'm so grateful that love has me standing at the edge or standing on the shoreline at the beach waiting to put my beautiful toes in it and feel the warmth and maybe even walk out to where it's waist deep maybe even take a dunk I wanted to get to a place where love felt amazing again I wanted to get to a place where love was 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 spewing from my head to my toes And remember, guys, I was supposed to be the lady with cats. I was supposed to be 
the lady off of, if you've ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers, and she had all the cats all over the place. That should have been me. But again, God sees different. See, God knows what you need. Not what you want, but what you need. I had so many stipulations on love and the way that I thought things should go and timelines and dates and all kind of nonsense. Man. And God just was like, throw all that out the window and trust me. And see, when you know that God is telling you to trust him and you also knowing that people have flesh, you're just like, God, I don't want to be hurt again. God, I don't want to go through this again. God, I'm just going to sit back on the sidelines. But again, the heart wants what the heart wants. Do you know that you could fall in love with someone within two weeks? It only takes, I think they said two weeks or something like that. You could fall in love. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not saying that, but I'm just saying. You just know. You know when it feels right. You know when it's worth fighting for. It's something on the inside that stands up inside you and tells you to keep going. And I'm not talking about foolishness. I'm not talking about ignorance. And I'm not talking about naiveness. I'm talking about pure agape love. Pure feelings. I'm talking about pure See, love shouldn't be hard. It should come easy. It should come freely, flowing. And I thought that that time has passed and yeah, that's it for me. And here I am again with things flowing from the heart, freely, flowing. Things start off as, you know, beautiful friendships, beautiful laughter, and then they move on to other things. But in order to feel that in itself, you have to have a love for that laughter. You have to have a yearning for that laughter. And it, it it's, it's cute. It's fun. It's amazing. So I can tell you tonight, Sunflowers, as I sit here and I'm talking to you and I'm thinking as I'm talking, picturing things, and my cheeks are so big because there's smiles that sit up under them. Love is amazing. I can't wait to see what it has in store. I think I'm going to give this love thing one more go. One more chance. And we'll see where it goes, you know? I think I'm going to take this feeling that I feel in travel a little bit. And fall in love with all these different places. Fall in love with the different cultures. 
Maybe New Orleans will be my first stop. And who knows, <laughs> might be my last. Again, I love you guys to pieces, to death. I just wanted to tell you what's going on behind the scenes. I want to tell you that I'm smiling. I want to tell you that I'm happy. I want to tell you I'm going to give this love thing another chance. So I hope you have a great night to all of my sunflowers. I hope that love is treating you well as, as much as it's treating me thus far. I hope that with every word that I've spoken tonight, you can feel it. I hope that it resonates with you. I hope you give love another chance. But if you do, don't squander it. Don't waste it. Find that certain someone and give them all that you got. Maybe like a football game. Maybe like the Bucks against the Saints or something like that. <laughs> Even though the Bucks will win. I'm just saying. But give it a chance. Go all four quarters. There's four quarters in football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go all four quarters. See what the end's going to be. I love you guys for free. Have an amazing night. Until we speak again. And do not forget, if you would like to be a part of this amazing journey, you can find me on Facebook at i.me.everything. Come join. Give us, give us some, some knowledge from your life as well. We're on this discovery together. Again, thank you. Have a great night.